Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Guys. Welcome back, guys, to the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> it sounds so like for like it sounds weird now doing it. Why? Oh, because we know. haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Well. Um, oh well. I guess for the OG people or for <laughs> people who have listened like five episodes ago, uh, I think you'll like that classic intro that we did. But um, we have a guest today, and his name, or actually, we'll let him introduce himself. Oh. So, <laughs> hi, my name is uh, Peter, but you can call me Mango, uh, or you can call me Florida Man, whichever one. Mr. Florida Man, Mr. Mind. Florida Man. Yeah, and we flew him all the way out here, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got that it's money. <laughs> we we <laughs> flying guests out now. The connection is uh, racking up on them ads, so. Exactly, you know, if you see a, a uptick in ads, it's only to pay for everything. We're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the Rolls Royce on my way over here, by the way. I oh, really no, no problem. It. It's for all our guests. Don't worry about exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're copying me now with the exactly thing. No. Yeah, you are. Okay. You copied me. Did I copy you? I always that? say, you say, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, whatever. You do. You Let's literally get into do. the episode. Oh, she's learning your slang. <laughs> 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 um, I think you're probably the. Like the furthest guest we've ever had. Like you the come furthest? from the furthest. Really? Actually, no. no. I, I'm lied. I'm lied. I lied. We had Khalid on. He's from yeah. Australia. He's from Australia. No yeah. one can beat Australia. <laughs> um, but I'm actually very curious. I don't think like we've had anyone. First off, you're of Haitian descent, which we? is very huh. We as in us. <laughs> oh, I say we. Which which in Haitian they also speak. Creole, right? Yeah, we speak French and Creole. But yeah. some people also like speak Spanish. Like Wait, my is sister, French, for example. Is Creole Spanish. not a version of French? Um, so there's like a lot of similar words. For example, if you want to say good morning, you'll say yeah. bonjour. There's no yeah. other way to say good morning. Yeah. In Creole. Yeah. And if you want to say night, you say nuit. There's no other way to like say night. Mm-hmm. So what would be different then? Like what's a major difference in words? Just like, as an example. I'm trying to think of like a good example. How would you um, say day in Haitian? Jou. That's it. Same it's thing? The same way in French. Know. Okay. How would you say car? You say, you could say machine or you could say voici, which is uh, the same what? way you would say it in yeah. French. Oh, okay. Your pronunciation is a little different. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's because, gonna. It's like. Yeah. It's like because it's like a, a Creole almost. Uh, so would you like say a bit of twang to it? Would you say like the difference between Creole and French is the same difference between like Quebecois and French? Or is it even a uh, like a larger difference? Quebecois oh man, I don't want to get the Quebecois Quebec- mad here. No, like Quebecois, I would consider like the dialect is so like different. Their dialect versus like France. Yeah. Oh, that's just dialect. yeah. That's a different like Quebecois is like different from like French French. Speak- like, even the way like they pronounce yeah words is like different. But mm. I would say like Haitian is even more like speak like Creole is even more Haitian Creole is even more further than that. Oh, okay. But there's other Creoles who are like close to that. For example, like Saint Lucian mm-hmm. or like Mauritius, which is like uh South Africa. It's yeah. like South of Africa. Isn't it East and Africa? I, no, 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 no. It's South of Africa. I'm close to Madagascar. Oh, okay. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. But it's it's more in the southwest, no? Or actually no. No, like south of Madagascar. It's like oh, tiny okay. little island. Yeah, but I've they heard actually of speak like a, a similar Creole. And I've actually met people from over there and yeah. I've been able to speak like Creole with them. The, the, is and it we the get whole... about eighty to ninety percent. Like eighty to ninety percent of what they say. Yeah. I understand. Isn't the whole of Mauritius like Muslim? Oh, uh, they have a large Muslim population, but I don't yeah. think like all of them are. Oh, okay. I remember there was like, I saw a video one time of a But I actually know Mauritius. someone who's Muslim who used to live like in Toronto who's yeah. like Mauritius. Oh, really? Uh-huh. But oh, they're okay. back over there now. They went back to Mauritius. Yeah. yeah I feel, it sounds actually, like it would be a nice place to chill. I guess. It's only 16% are Muslim. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's just, I think one year we the, went to uh, uh, Dora, which is like an Islamic. Um, what do you call it? Conference. Conference. Yeah. And there are a few people from Mauritius that were there. I oh, really? Remember. Yeah. Oh, man, I'd like to meet them because it would be nice to speak Creole. I just can't remember like why they were there. I think they were literally just visiting for some reason. And then I saw a video a couple years later where they went to Mauritius and there was like a whole, like they were having like a celebration for I think it was Eid or something. Oh. Um, oh I wow. wish I could pull up that video, but I, it's a really tiny island and you can like drive across it in like. 30 yeah. minutes it's like very very small that's all i know yeah it's beautiful it has like some beautiful waterfalls yeah it's definitely on like my bucket list of places, yeah. places to go okay which we're gonna get into because you uh have <laughs> quite a quite a extensive travel history yeah i'm quite the traveling man yeah so um without giving away how you travel <laughs> mm-hmm. so what 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 like drove you to okay let me let me kind of preface this i guess so um we met uh-huh. years ago at Dota, which I just mentioned right now, which was the Islamic conference. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've been talking ever since. Yeah. But one thing we've, I think everyone knows about you now is that, like, you could be anywhere in the world at any point in time. <laughs> like, it's rare that we're going to find you in your own city. <laughs> that's so yeah, true. that's true. So, so, like, first off, like, what was the, what gave you that travel bug? Why are you, why do you like traveling so much? Uh, cuz it just opened up like your eyes, like you get like a new perspective. Mm-hmm. So like growing up, I I would watch like the travel channel like a lot. Yeah. And I would watch like Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. And like the places that oh, he Anthony used Bourdain to, is like to travel and yeah. I used to get like inspired from that. Yeah. So I'll be like, "Man, like I want to do that. Like, you know, I want to be able to like travel the world, like yeah. go to like different places." How many places have you like been to? That. Give us like an example of maybe the most extreme places you've been to. As in, like, how far they've been. So the farthest place I've been to would be like Singapore. Oh, wow. you been Sing- okay. Singapore. Yeah. Like, yeah. But Have I've you been, been to, to like- places like uh, Japan. Also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been to like Brazil, mm-hmm. and I've also been to like the UK. Yeah. So you've been all across the world. Any, any Russia? Russia? <laughs> no, no, no. I can't go there. Yeah. I know someone who I would like to visit. They live in St. Petersburg. Oh, really? But like when things calm I guess, down. yeah, when things mm-hmm. calm down, it would be kind of yeah. 
crazy right now to do that. But you yeah. could. But uh, not pretty the best option. Nah, they might put me in the draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, why are you here? Yeah. Have you, are there any places that outside of Russia that you would like want to go to right now? Or like you're, you, like, that's next on your list, basically? Somewhere that's like close to Russia? Oh, no, no, no. Just in general. Like what's next on your list? Because I feel like you're probably going to be there next week. So I might as well know now. <laughs> mm. Uh, well, I was actually thinking about going to like either the UK mm-hmm. or the Netherlands, but I decided to come to like Toronto because I still have like a lot of things to like. Yeah, you've been to patch Toronto. up. Yeah, yeah, fashion related things, you know. So, okay, yeah, you like it here. Do you talk a lot about your fashion stuff? Uh, so like it depends on like how well like someone know me like. Mm-hmm. It's not something like I really like get into, but I'm really about passionate. Yeah, I'm really passionate about like fashion and stuff like that mm-hmm. like colors like you know me i like to wear like a lot of like floral shirts yeah you know no you've definitely Caribbean had like guy. a unique style like from day one at least like you like to color coordinate a lot of yeah. which i've noticed yeah, i like, like color coordination mm-hmm. yeah i like color blockers color coordination and what what inspired i guess the um dive into like the fashion realm uh so both like the traveling and like the fashion they kind of like go hand in hand Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to like to figure out a way to like bring those like two together Mm -hmm. so which is like why one of the reasons why i travel a lot like i want to be able because i'm pretty sure like when you're traveling across the world you see a bunch of different styles yeah people dress differently exactly you know depending on the season Mm -hmm. or like for example like in the netherlands like orange is like uh a color that's like I would say, like, really, like, revered. Mm-hmm. Like, they have, like, a, a national holiday called, like, King's Day, and everybody, they dress up in, like, orange, like the Dutch. Oh, really? In orange. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you're, like, in America, for example, you'll just be like, why is this guy wearing, like, bright orange? <laughs> yeah. So it means different thing to, like, a different person based on the environment that you're mm-hmm. in. But you've learned things like that. Like, exactly. are there are there any other, like, weird fashion trends you've seen? I feel like Tokyo or even Japan in general probably has like the most unique style or different style compared yeah, to us. Yeah, Japanese stuff is like, it's really out there. Mm-hmm. Like it's different, like, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And do you get a lot of inspiration for that kind of stuff? Yes, I do get inspiration. Mm-hmm. And inshallah soon, maybe I could share, you know, one of my yeah, cause with you guys. Yeah, people don't know, like he he's, he's uh, not giving away too much because like, even for me, I've only seen like bits and pieces of his fashion stuff. Mm. I don't know if you've seen any of it. No, he doesn't show me anything. <laughs> yeah, <so> yeah. <laughs> he's like Wait, talked he about it. Bus, he's like, yeah, no, like, he, he showed me, but I don't know about you guys. Yeah, you, you've like talked about it once or twice, but I've never seen anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, I'm taking this side as like just in between us right here. <laughs> I know you guys are just taking over this conversation. It's no, no, because no, I, I know, know I know, I know, I've heard there's a, some topics that I want to bring up. I want to get everything out of Peter. Before we get to those, he next wanted topics. to bring okay. those topics up, not me. <laughs> I, don't, I, I want people to get to know him as a person first, that, right? No, I agree. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. I I didn't come with no agenda. He, just so they know where he's coming <laughs> from, right? I don't have an agenda. I'm, yeah, I'm open. Do. No, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And and is your so just to get back to you as a person? So is your Haitian side like a big part of you, a big part of your identity? Yes, because I post a lot about Haiti a lot. Like I'm also, noticed. I'm always like posting about Haiti, mm-hmm. even though like in recent year I haven't really been like I haven't really like traveled to Haiti because mm-hmm. it's kind of like really it's really like complicated. Like yeah. at any given moment, like it could go from like zero to like sixty. Mm-hmm. Well, they so, lost their president like a few months ago. No? Yeah, he got assassinated. Yeah, and not actually not a, a few months ago, a year ago. Oh, was it a year ago now? 
Damn. And then the recent one, they almost assassinated him, like, January 1st. Like, two of his bodyguards got, like, shot. Mm -hmm. Like, he was coming outside of a church, and they just started, like, letting him have it. Yeah, so you probably don't want to visit a place like that where things, Uh, like you mentioned, pop off so quickly, right? But you always post about, like, the food, you know, the the culture. Just, like, the, I don't know, just, like, the cultural vibe Mm. of Haitian. I don't know how you explain it. Yeah. So, like, one of my goals, which I would like to do for, like, uh, Toronto would mm-hmm. be to, like, have, like, a Haitian, like, brunch, like, hold, like, a private event mm-hmm. where I just, like, make Haitian food, like, halal Haitian food. Yeah. Which wouldn't be, like, you know, easy to get, like, at a restaurant. You yeah. You can't just pull up and get that. Wait, ha- I forgot to ask you, were you born in Haitia and came to America or you lived in America your whole life? Haiti. <laughs> I mean, Haiti, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was born in Haiti. I was born in Haiti, and I oh. came to America when I was like eight years old. Oh, okay. okay, but do you remember any? Ed, ed, oh yeah, yeah. when I went back yeah. to like Haiti, because mm-hmm. uh, my siblings, I still had like siblings living in Haiti at yeah. the time, so they just wanted to see. It's like, does this guy even remember? So like, oh. I was at my grandma's house, and yeah. they were just like, okay, can you like go to your house for my grandma's house? They just wanted to see how my memory was. Yeah. And I was able to like go back to my house. Because like you probably, you were living there in your like most formative years. So you probably exactly. like just naturally remember all these things, right? Yeah. Plus it's just like a route that I used to take a lot, like from my grandma's house to yeah. my house. You'd be surprised how much you can remember just from like routine from your, when you were a child. Yeah. I remember stuff when I was like five years old that even like when I speak to my brother, he's like, how do you even remember that? <laughs> yeah. I have in the same way, like, well, I was a little bit older when I went to Ethiopia for the first time, mm-hmm. and I went to Hutter, which is, like, our um, mother city? What would you call it? Homeland? Home city? Yeah, homeland. Yeah, home city. Um, the streets are supposed to, like, be somewhat confusing mm-hmm. and, like, very, like, zigzaggy, but when I came back recently, I still remembered, like, how to get from my aunt's house to another uncle's house or how to get from here to here mm-hmm. just because I was there when I was a child and, like, in... I was 13 or 14, but still, I remembered a lot of that. So I can see how you can just pick up on these things and not realize that you kind of just put into memory. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Like, mm-hmm. it's not hard at all. Yeah. So what's your what's your favorite part of Haitian culture? What's what's something that you want everybody to kind of, like, know or something you think is cool about your culture? Uh, I'll say, like, the food. The food mm-hmm. is definitely, like, number one. Yeah. What are you guys mostly working with in your food? Like, we eat, like, a lot of rice. We eat, like, a lot of beans. But it's also, like, very diverse. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. we have parts of, like, our cuisine that is from, like, West African uh, Mm -hmm. culture. Like, for example, we have our own version of, like, fufu, Mm -hmm. which is called tam-tam. But it's essentially, like, the same thing. Yeah. So it's basically, like, been, like, passed down from, like, years and, like, years. Generations. Yeah, generations. Mm -hmm. Like, after generations. Yeah, so you see a lot of, like, West African influence, basically. Exactly. It has, like, a lot of, like, West African influence mm-hmm. is creole i know i don't want to i know we talked about the language already but like mm-hmm. is creole almost a mix of french and some like west african yeah so languages? there's west african words in there mm-hmm. like for example like and also like congolese which is kind of like oh. in yeah. the middle like for me i've done like my ancestry mm-hmm. and yeah. i'm like like a big mixed soup of like west african mm-hmm. but for the most part i have like uh congolese mm-hmm. and nigerian and then i also have like some um senegalese yeah in haitian culture you also have like some bits of like senegalese for example like if something like shocking or like exciting happened to like a haitian they'll be mm-hmm. like whoa mm-hmm. And that stem from like Senegal, the wolof people. They do. It's something that they do a lot. Yeah. So they go like, "Woi." 
So like we both do that. It's just something that has like been passed down. Yeah. Like that's still there. Okay. Sure Ethiopians kind of say that. Way? No. What do we say? They what do you say? Way. Way. Oh yeah, we do yeah. say way. Say <laughs> way. Yeah. As it, as it made its uh, way across Africa, it yeah. just like slowly change. Mm-hmm. But I can see like um, how like having that many because you're, 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 I guess when they're brought from. Yeah, you have like all different types of people. So yeah. you have people from like uh, Togo. You have people from like Benin. Mm-hmm. You have people from like Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. You have people and from all like that Cote just like Diva. melts together. Yeah, all that just melts together. Like support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at and like no like all Haitians like Haitians are like very different like for example like I have like my cousins Mm -hmm. and they actually have like Lebanese ancestry Mm -hmm. because their grandfather is like half Lebanese yeah half Lebanese yeah because you had like a a lot of uh, Lebanese people migrate to Haiti like during World War One. I thought it's just because like the French aspect so like Haiti was economy was like thriving at the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like if you want to get like to America and you can't directly come to America, you can yeah. go to like Haiti and just be like, I'll just post up here for a while. Yeah, but y'all probably hate the French now because what they did to y'all. Yeah, do, do you know what? Do you know what happened when the French left Haiti? No. Huh? You know what happened, right? Oh, of course, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He knows so all like, about it. they came back like years later on like some sneaky stuff, and they were like, "You guys have to pay like." Pay us back. Dollars. So basically, we had to pay like the French farmers for them for them getting rid of slaves. Yeah, they literally made them pay for the fact that they're like we don't want to be slaves anymore. What? Yeah, and then they accepted it. And this was not this was recently. You know how how many is like when I say recently, I mean like in the nineteen hundreds, like nineteen. No, they actually came back like eighteen. Was it eighteen? Eighteen something. But like the the debt took years to pay. And it, but they were paying it into the 1900s, no? Exactly. They yeah. were paying it into the 1900s. Yeah. And you even had like instances, like for example, like where you had like Citibank mm-hmm. and they basically came into Haiti. Like mm-hmm. they invaded, like the US invaded Haiti and took all the gold reserve from Haiti. Citibank is still yeah. thriving t- till today. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> the reason I, uh, like, I think uh, I want to bring this and up. Also, for- just like a little bit of like fun fact. Oh, yeah. The Eiffel Tower is actually built from like money from those reparations. See? 
But it shows you, like, when people say, oh, like... By the way, I'm they... not saying, like, you can't enjoy the Eiffel Tower. You can still enjoy the Eiffel Tower. Ah, I don't care. Forget I just get the French, that. man. Whatever. <laughs> I'm more on the extreme side. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Burn but, the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> no, they'll never let me into France. <laughs> but it also brings up that interesting point where, like, people are like, oh, why haven't they... Uh, okay, okay. Sorry. Let's say... There are people who would say like, okay, they had slavery, blah blah blah. They were emancipated, they were freed, and everything. Why weren't Why weren't they able to develop and like and, and grow from that? It's mm. because other countries came back and pushed them down again. Yeah. yeah. The thing is like, even like with like um, how would I say this? Like even with like dick, um, like with Haiti, like we've mm-hmm. had like certain dictatorship, mm-hmm. and it's like it's to the point where like the economy has like risen up again. For example, in like the eight eighty five, mm-hmm. like Haiti's dollar was like equal to like the U.S. dollar. So it was like one for one. Like yeah. we had like uh, Haitian good, which is like the currency yeah, for Haiti. It's like five good equals like uh, one US dollar. Mm-hmm. So it would be like dollar for dollar. It would match. See, and then, but and then, then what happened after that? I bet you like Western influence came in. Yeah, it was overthrown. The CIA yeah. killed my uncle. Yeah. And Wait, actually? Yeah, yeah. Because he was part of like the. Why are you saying that with a smile on your face? Well, like I mean, he did some horrible things. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna cape for the guy. Like he's my uncle, but like at the same time, like he was like the. So you had like baby, Papa Doc and Baby Doc. Baby Doc was like he got the dictatorship from like his dad. Sorry, mm-hmm. are those their names? Yeah. Oh, did you say historical Pop- names? Like, yeah, they have YouTube here, documentaries. In, in a little bit more. Yeah, they have like you YouTube documentaries documentaries mm-hmm. where you could see like if you was to search up Papa Doc, you'll see he came up. So you had Papa Doc and you had Baby Doc. Papa Doc was the one that basically like right. after like the U.S. invaded, like he took over. Yeah. Because you know you're always gonna have like some type of like backlash and stuff like that, mm. but he had like he basically dismantled the army after and he had like secret police which is where my uncle came to the effect my uncle was like a secret police mm-hmm. and my uncle is like his uh kind of like his right hand man mm-hmm. and he was also like involved in like narcotics and like drug traffic and he used to deal with the colombian so there's yeah. like a whole bunch of stuff going in yeah That's so like interesting though yeah. <laughs> i've actually like googled up and i've seen like um so i don't know if you know who john Kerry is he ran for yeah, president was, against uh, Bush in like 2004. Uh, he was a foreign is. minister for <laughs> exactly. America at one point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now I know what he looks. Yeah, like. he was like the Secretary of State. So was there's he Secretary actually, of State or foreign minister. Okay, yeah, yeah. See. So there's actually like an article where it's like he's uh, basically in like Congress, and he's given like a speech, and he mentions like my uncle's name. <laughs> oh my god! Here, move that mic a little bit close to your face there. There you go. Yeah, you're but good. yeah, Haiti's influence has a, like uh, like a big impact. Mm-hmm. Even for example, like for Colombia, mm-hmm. they actually got their independence from Haiti. Colombia got oh because they were colonized? Haiti came yeah in. they were colonized by Spain. So for example, the leader of um, the person who was fighting for the Colombians to get their freedom was Simon Bolivar. Mm-hmm. So he was fighting against the Spaniard, but like he was having a tough time. He couldn't beat them. So I think like after one of his battles, they were trying to assassinate him. So he fled to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. While he fled to Jamaica, the British tried to assassinate him. So yeah. he fled to like Haiti. So once he got to like um, Haiti, he met uh, Alexandre Pétion, which was the Haitian uh, president at that time. Mm-hmm. So. Pétion basically had like a pact with him. He was like, look, I'll give you like soldiers to fight your war, like Haitian soldiers. And he's like, the only thing that I ask you is that all the black people that are there, like will be free. Yeah. So he agreed. So he sent 
so he went back to Colombia with like Haitian soldiers. Yeah. And Destroyed they fought. Tigers. No, uh, they lost. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then he went he back. Yeah. yeah, he went back. They basically re-upped. Got yeah. more soldiers and more like fighters because the Haitians were trained. They fought the... They fought the British, the Spanish, and the French to actually win their independence. They, well, yeah. So they know how to fight wars and they know how to win wars. Yeah. So he went back and they were able to win. Mm-hmm. And if you go to like, uh, if you go to like certain parts of Colombia, mm-hmm. they have like top figures, like uh, statues of like old like Haitian presidents. Oh. And even on like the currency, like Colombian currency and like Venezuelan currency, you see like some of the Haitian president, like it'll have like. Uh, for example, Alexander Pétion. Yeah. And he'll have like Simon Bolivar, which is considered the grandfather of uh, Latin America. Because all those countries like... Um, by the way, it's not just Colombia. It's mm-hmm. Ecuador, Venezuela, mm-hmm. and Colombia. All of them together was known as Gandhi Colombia. Yeah. Because it used to be just one. And then they so, like yeah, split Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. And that makes sense why you had a Le- uh, friend with a Lebanese... Ancestry because Venezuela, I believe, has like the largest. Is it Venezuela? One of those countries has the, the largest. Um, is it Brazil? Is it Brazil? I Lebanese? No, Brazil has a largest. Brazil has a lot Japanese. of Lebanese. So when I went to Brazil, yeah, I actually met like this Brazilian Lebanese lady. Like I'd order from like her restaurant and yeah. stuff like that, and like the food was like really late. Yeah. So like she just came. She just came and like she personally apologized. She's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, my bad. Like I need." Yo, Brazil. That means Brazil's probably it is pretty Brazil. multicultural then. Yeah, it is because if if they have the largest Lebanese population, but they also they have, have a large largest... Japanese population. Exactly. Yeah. What? That's yeah. Random. Yes. That's and they so also random. have like a large Indian population too. Yeah. Like one time, because like my sister used to live in like Brazil. Yeah. So like once she was watching like uh. Bollywood it, Bollywood drama but it was like based in like Brazil and it was like so confusing I'm like why are you watching this it's yeah. like in Brazilian Portuguese like what's going on Yeah, and she's like yeah there's like a lot of Indians in Brazil and it was just like shocking to me because it's something that I didn't know I didn't know well like I knew I knew that they had a large uh, Japanese and Lebanese probably I didn't know about the Indian one yeah but yeah, they're, they're there also okay I didn't know do you know where did that stem from like why Brazil of all places has so many? I guess because I mean of India's the, population is pretty big. Yeah. Oh, so, so they're just like spreading out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like if you go to the UK, like they've like you know like well now they have prime ministers not just <laughs> Indians but like Pakistanis, South too. Asians. It's just basically like they've colonized that place. Yeah. And I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> they they, like they the, did the a reverse food, colonization. <laughs> the food over there, like I went to like the like you know like the little like gas station yeah. and stuff like that. Like the little shops, yeah, and you see like chicken tikka, like masala, like sandwich, like you know how you, like you get like a tuna sandwich, yeah, at like Petro Canada or something like that, yeah. For them, you get like a chicken tikka masala. I would sandwich. much prefer that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and like if if they had the those samosas they make, oh my oh, god, I yes. love those samosas. You know what yes. I'm talking about, right? Those filled with potatoes. Uh, yes, it's so nice. Yeah, I can eat those literally every day, all day. I don't care how. Like, if you put those in front of me. A full box of them, I will eat them all. Oh Especially God. when you get that pink sauce or that like red sauce with it. Yeah, the red sauce, sour? the red dipping sauce, yeah. and like the green dipping sauce. Oh my so God, good. that's so good. I think that's like tamarind. I'm not sure. It, it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, now that we know a little bit more about you, I feel like I just went through history. a history lesson. Can we talk about Florida too? Honestly, I want to talk about Florida too. Okay. Okay, we'll do the first half. <laughs> Florida is like the step sibling of America. Yeah. Like nobody wants to claim it. Sorry. But the thing, okay, so. 
Um, Unless it's election time, then everyone's like begging for it. I was like, please. (laughs) Everyone loves it at that time. (laughs) But um, so Florida is an interesting place. I feel like it's a country in itself, just from like, first off, how diverse I guess the populations can be. It's very diverse because you get like all like the Caribbean countries are like really close. Yeah. So you get like a lot of like different people like that come in. Like you get Bahamians, you get Jamaicans. Mm And you get like Haitians, you get Cubans. Yeah. For example, like the second most spoken language in Florida is Spanish. And after Spanish, it's Haitian Creole because yeah. there's oh. a lot of like Haitians there. There's like half a million Haitians in Florida. Wow. Half a million? Yes. That's a lot. Actually, that kind of makes sense. Wasn't like the first Bad Boys movie, weren't they like facing bad, against Bad Boys Haitians? 2? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> they had to like uh, fight like the Haitian gang, which yeah. is called like the Zopound. And for bad some Boys reason... 2, and yeah, I had a cousin who was like very like insulted. Yeah, I was by about that to movie. Say that. <laughs> because like, yeah, they didn't represent them very well. He was like, uh, I guess like he had new like people from like that were affiliated with that gang. Yeah, like he walked out the movie. Like he was just like, how could they do this? This yeah. is like. Plus, they got like Jamaicans to play like some of like the Haitians. That's so what I was going to say. Yeah, so it was like they were in like dreadlocks like, and everything. I was like, this. And they had like Jamaican accents. I believe one of them had a Jamaican accent. Exactly. Yeah, and it made no sense. I was like, uh, this doesn't yeah. sound like Haitians to it's me. It's like they didn't cast like Haitians, so like, oh, yeah, like, he was like pissed off about <laughs> that. Yeah, but that was that was an interesting part there. But I knew that there were a lot of Haitians. I didn't know there was half a million. Yeah. Um, but also like I guess during the the what we, what do we call it now? I don't want to say COVID anymore. What do, we, what do we call that time during the pandemic? I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like I feel like nothing changed. Like how much of a difference was life for you guys there? I so feel like. like it during like the thing. during like the whole like pandemic and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you didn't really like there wasn't really like um how would I say this like a shutdown. That's what I'm. It was yeah. basically kind of like f- probably for like two weeks. It was just kind of like whoa, what's going on there? And like <laughs> after two weeks, I was, I was like, okay, let's just all. A lot of people was just like, let's just get on with our lives. Yeah, yeah. So literally, like people are like, yeah, we're kind of over it. So yeah, they're kind of like did. over it, and like you didn't really have like any like curfew and stuff like that. Yeah. The BLM protest is the reason why you had curfews in Florida. Well, that makes sense. I, I, the one time when we, it's like <laughs> yeah, but they try to put it on COVID. It's like oh, you know. No. That's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter what it, if if black people are involved. Like yeah, lock like, it down, guys. Uh, yeah, we're done. Shut it down. Like, yeah. yeah, just trying to. They're going to take all the law seriously at that point. And don't they have a law now in Florida where basically you're not allowed to like either it, you're not allowed to like basically protest or no, sorry. If if you drive if you drive through a protest with your vehicle you you won't be charged. Yeah, so there was you like uh, that charged? there was that mm-hmm. law that was circulating around and the governor had like I don't know like how far it got but he was basically saying like yeah I drive through the protesters. Yeah, he basically <laughs> made a law. <laughs> that's how that's basically how he was like yeah. As yeah. in like hit them? No, like like No, nah, he was just like if they won't get out your way, I mean and you have to get to the seven eleven that you're going to. Just do what you gotta do. Don't look for an alternative route, you know? Yeah. Just step on the gas. Basically they're saying like, yeah, you have a right to hit them if they get in your way. Yeah, I'm not what? sure how I'm yeah. not sure how far the law got, but it was crazy because Let's, that's our governor. Let like, me let me search I this mean, up real quick. Cause I feel like that when wild. I heard that your governor, what's his name again? Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is a is menace. A girl? Ron DeSantis. No, what? Rhonda? You think Ron, Florida? Ron DeSantis. <laughs> He's think, a menace. You think Florida elected a governor as a, a woman? woman? Nah, yeah, nah, true, nah, never. True. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you proud to be from? Uh, what was I going to say? 
I mean, I have my days. Uh, <laughs> drive through protesters, <laughs> Florida. Okay, let's see this here. Florida just made it okay. Oh yeah, see, look, Florida's Trump-loving governor just made it okay to hit protesters with your car. Well, that sounds kind of biased. Trump-loving yeah, governor, sounds, but no, he biased. he loves Trump. He did a commercial with his family. Yeah, he had like his little kid. Playing with building blocks, and he was like, "Yeah, this is how we got building the wall." And I'm like, "Just dude, like, don't no. use your kid as like a prop for this, like, you know." Funny enough, there's no wall in Florida, which makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody's getting there through there by like boat. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So like, my uncle actually came to Florida by like. A I mean, boat I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't 90s. put him on blast like that. Does he have Who? his papers? My uncle? Yeah. yeah, he has his papers. He's oh, a citizen. Okay. So okay, okay, ice, okay. like, yeah, if you're watching this, like... You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, no but I want, I want to read this out for you. So it said, Ron DeSantis signed an anti-riot bill. That's what they're naming it. Into law that, among other things, grants civil immunity to people who decide to drive their cars into protesters who are blocking a road. The bill which was drafted the week of last summer's Black Lives Matter protest. So because of the Black Lives Matter protest, they made a law where you can drive through people. That's how little they care about. Yeah, it's like, hey, don't look for an alternative route or try to back up. Just run through the guy. Yeah. That's messed up. And have But you, you know what's mm-hmm. but the thing is like messed up about that bill is because okay, you have like the right and you have like the left in Florida. It's mm-hmm. like, if it's like the opposite and people from the right are trying to protest something, then it's going to be like, hey man, guess I have to step on the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Use their own law game. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but haven't you've had your own issues with like police and stuff talking about like Black Lives Matter and stuff like can you talk about that well not necessarily Black Lives Matter I've had issues with police just minding my own business just yeah. running like I remember I've had like, I saw your story once I remember that where I was running and this was like during a protest where I was like running at night mm-hmm. and like the cop like he stopped me and then he was like he was like he was like I stopped you because like you kept on like looking back and stuff like that and he was saying like I was acting like suspicious I'm like how am I acting suspicious I'm like it's late night I'm running so mm-hmm. by the way like where I stay like sometimes you get like foxes and stuff like that yeah and I've actually seen like a Florida panther in Florida mm-hmm. so, so it, are it plays- you like just in the wild yeah, Florida has like a lot of like uh it wasn't in the wild. <laughs> Where did you see it? Was it was like in the streets. Like like we know like, when you see a coyote a, or a fox in the like streets. It was, it was, it was yeah. actually in a place it was actually in a plaza. Like in a shopping what? mall plaza. Yeah, where you have like a Target, <laughs> Best Buy. Is a Florida Panther like what color is they? Uh, oh, it's like um, it's like a brownish color, like a tan yeah. color. Okay, so it looks almost like a cougar, I guess yeah. you could say. Okay. But it's big, it's very big. Like yeah. if you see a Florida Panther, you don't know. That's oh, how I knew. Oh, that's the same. That's the same uh, logo as our school so at Birchmount. Like <laughs> <the actual, laughs> like actual images for like the animal. Okay. Uh, let's see. <gasps> you saw this? Yeah. In a plaza? <laughs> yeah. What? It kind of looks kind of cute. No, know. cute. That could kill you and eat you for dinner. Nah, I'm sure I could fight it. Yeah. No, you literally yeah. can't. Do you think you no, could there's beat actually a like a video where like you see like a Florida panther and then he just like, there's like a little baby goat walking around. <gasps> He just comes out, just snatched the goat, like just picked Hold it up. up. Mm-hmm. Goats you know, also like, run around in the wild like that, like just out in the. Oh, open? the person had it's like Florida. a little farm. <laughs> like, yeah, people like keep like oh, animals and stuff. No, but like, I once just... came home and like my uncle had like a goat in our backyard, and I'm just like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> hey, like, you can't. I'm just like, you can't I, get more halal than that. <laughs> how am I gonna explain this to my friends if they're like walking by? It's like, dude, why does your uncle has a goat in his backyard? It's just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just really can like. I, I really want to see Florida. Like, does anything just go? Yeah. Anything? Yeah. Anything? Florida like, has, like, monkeys also, Yeah, too. they have the largest, like, 
endangered species in captivity in in florida is that like, where tiger king is we from? also have like a large yeah tiger king species. was in florida too no that i'm not really sure about. uh or, actually no no, no 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 he was like somewhere in the middle of america i think yeah, but yeah. florida does have a lot of people who own like tigers they own like lions they own a bunch of crazy animals yeah basically. so i actually remember in the news once mm-hmm. and it was like yeah king cobra release and i'm looking out i'm like whoa this is just wild and I'm just like looking up, be like, okay, like the news is going, like, where is this King Cobra has been released? Yeah. On the exact same street that I'm usually on. <laughs> like, it was Ramadan. Yeah. Like, it was during Ramadan. Yeah. So, like, I used to go to, like, my friend's house for, like, Iftar. Yeah. And it was basically, like, on that strip, like, where he's going down. Like, that's where, like, the guy had, like, a King Cobra. It was like, yeah, my King Cobra is missing. I'm oh, sorry. No. <laughs> no, and then no. he ended up finding it, like, in his garage, but yeah. he ended up, like, taking it out there. Who took it? The dude. I, don't know, I mean, someone. not the dude, like the actual Florida, like the people who's like responsible for like, you know. Oh, like uh, animal control. Yeah, I mean, they can't just give it to him back. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> but that just gives you a taste of what Florida's like. And then mm. outside of that, you're also here. By the way, can you shift in a little bit more? Sh- your chair? Your chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring your chair. Yeah, closer. There you go. Okay, but um, what was I going to say? Also, outside of the, the animals, you have the weather. Like recently, you guys had to deal with what? What hurricane was it? Yeah, I can't even remember. Like, <laughs> they got most so many. people in Florida don't remember hurricane names unless it was like a really huge one. Yeah. Like in 2004, we had like three hurricanes in like one season. Yeah, I missed like one month of school that month. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but recently, I you never really had. Uh, you weren't affected too much by the hurricane. Oh, uh, my right? brother's like back fence just went down. Yeah, but like his neighbors, they had like you know, trees that fell, like, on top yeah. of their houses. Yeah. Like, I had, like, some of, like, my coworkers who had, like, their house, like, flooded and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Do wow. people just accept it at this point? Like, are they like, ah, it's, it's okay, we're going to have flooding? Yeah, especially, like, like, the people who live, like, near the beach. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they don't even, like, pay attention to the evacuations. They're they just, just like, oh, I'm just going to, like, ride it out. What do you mean, ride it, it out? Yeah, it's just like that. I'm just going to ride it out. But their house gets destroyed. Because the thing is, they've seen, like, so many hurricanes. And sometimes yeah. it doesn't always hit where it says it's going to hit or it's not uh, always as impacted. So it's just, like, downplay it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the last hurricane, they were telling, like, people, like, from, like, the southwest Florida. They were just, like, please evacuate. And they did it. And mm-hmm. it was, like, by the time, like, the hurricane was approaching close, the governor of Florida was like, look, you're deep in. And it makes no sense to even go out right now. So just... Stay home. Yeah, stay home. It out. But honestly, it, when you I say like, yeah, we're gonna send rescuers in the morning. <laughs> so. It sounds crazy to us, but then I start to think about it. I'm like, yeah, but like when you live in that your whole yeah. life, even the craziest thing can seem normal. Like people who live in the hood, when they hear gunshots every day, to us that sounds crazy. That so but when you when you hear it every day it becomes normal where almost if you don't hear it it's weird that you don't hear it is everybody good (laughs) exactly are we being protected (laughs) yeah um no but some people just let off got like gunshots in their neighborhood just because like they just shoot in the air yeah yeah do they do that in florida yeah all the time i I remember there was one particular like it was like new year's eve Mm -hmm. yeah and, like, I knew somebody, and they just had, like, an AK-47. I'm sorry, yeah. what? Yeah, there are people in, like, Florida who have, like, RPGs. Yeah, I, I don't f- even know what that yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you remember Call of Duty? RPG! No? Is that, like, the little bomb thing? No, it's the thing that they put on their shoulder, and it shoots, like, a bomb. Ooh, I. Why would you even need that? 
I actually people have had, tanks. <laughs> I actually had <laughs> no, a coworker <laughs> who had a machine gun. <laughs> Why? A machine gun. Mm-hmm. And it was something scary. that was passed down, like one of those old style machine guns. Yeah. Like World War One. Was, was he just keeping it like a family heirloom or something? Yeah, I guess. It's just like passing it down. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't use it, right? I don't know. He probably does. He probably does. On I, I what? Use I would use it. On what? Just like shooting in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah. A machine gun? Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> That's I actually so have wild. a coworker of mine. He had like a shooting range in his backyard. And he's like, yeah, anytime you want to come, just come out and we shoot some guns. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I want to come. Do you, <laughs> as an American citizen, do you own a gun? No, I do not own a gun. Really? But you live in Florida. I feel like you Yeah, I do. One. Most people do, but yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Just personally, you're like, I don't need one. I want to get one. I plan to get one. Yeah. But I just haven't really had like the I haven't really to get had one. like the time because like I'm always like on the go. Yeah. So like I usually see gun shows and I'm like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get a gun. You can just like go and buy one, right? You don't need to get a license or anything like that. I could buy from someone from up the street. It's really yeah. it's not. I don't really need to go to like it's like hey dude like is that gun for sale? Yeah, just give it to me. Yeah, that makes sense. How much are totally guns? makes sense? Are they I'm just <laughs> what? How much are they? You can buy for like yeah two hundred bucks. What? Probably That's even it? cheaper. Two three hundred. Yeah. Do you like do your research? Like, what kind of guns should I get? Or do you just like? Well, oh, I have like nice. a lot of friends who are gun into guns, and yeah. if they're gonna see this, they're gonna be disappointed in me. Like Peterson, you still haven't brought your AR-15 yet, and you they live use in a Florida. full government name. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, okay. So we got we got all of Florida. We everyone here should know a little bit more about Peter before we get into like the. Uh, um, the other topics we had here, I just want to get that all out of my system first so we can move on to the next part there. Um, but yeah, you know what? We're going to take a quick break here and uh, we'll be back in just a second. I like on guns, like he had guns. Yeah. Like, he used to like shoot at people. I'm what? Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't expose too much. <laughs> Can we talk about this off camera? Yeah. I mean, okay. oh, is this the second half? Is yeah, we're in the second half. Oh, we had it? Okay, yeah, tell me about it. Or yeah. maybe this is uh this could be like an exclusive thing. Uh-huh. But you know no, 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 I'm no, making no. a clip out of that. <laughs> no, the, the United Nations actually in when one time they went into Haiti and they actually like were just looking for my dad. Like they went yeah, to my dad because mm-hmm. there was like uh somebody told us that you had like certain firearms that you're not supposed to have. Yeah. Which is interesting because like not too long ago I was in Orlando and I was like this random shop and you know like Haitians, they just see you and be like, Where are you from? They'd be mm-hmm. like, He's like, where are you from? Mm-hmm. And I told him where I'm from. He's like, oh, I know. Like, I'm from that area also, too. Like, who do you know from that area? Mm-hmm. And then I told him one of my aunt's name. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, I actually know that lady. She's my aunt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, really? Like That's my dad's, like my dad's cousin. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, who's your dad? I'm like, I told him my dad's name. He's like, your dad? I used to sell him guns. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Yo, I feel like it's very similar to uh, like ethiopian culture mm-hmm. where you 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 either know you either know the person are related to the person or know someone who knows that person there's yeah. no like other alternative yeah like the other day i'm going through like the airport and yeah like, i saw this girl she kind of location so i was just like where are you from and stuff mm-hmm. like that and like she told me like the town she was from which yeah. was the same town like i was born in see oh wow so then she was like i'm gonna ask my mom if she knows you so and so you probably do you probably like family friends you didn't even know it yeah can yeah. you so so like similar to how we can tell if someone's Ethiopian or Habesha in general, can you immediately tell or almost immediately tell if someone's Haitian? 
Uh, for for the most part, there are some times that I do get it wrong. Where yeah. Like somebody might be what do you look like for? West Africa. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I see that. I don't that, know. Yeah. For me, like certain times, just from the way like somebody stands, I'll just be like, mm. that guy's Haitian. Like his whole demeanor. The way that they Haitian. stand? Yeah, the way they no, stand the just thing popped for out. It's just like, yeah. I just knew it. I just <laughs> clocked that guy. And I've had it happen to me. I had it happen to me during a pandemic. I'm at the airport. I'm walking through like the airport. Mm-hmm. And like this Haitian lady... I have my mask on, by the way. She mm-hmm. spat me out and started speaking Creole to me. Immediately? <laughs> like, what's yeah. the giveaway? Like, I was like her son or something. She's like, yeah, I recognize you with the yeah. mask on from anywhere. Wow. See, it, yeah, see, I, I knew that there was something inherent. Like, it's not even looks half the time. It's just body language. It's mm. your vibe. There's a vibe mm-hmm. that people give off depending on where they're from. I guess yeah, so. and I've had random Haitians just start speaking Creole to me, just be like, "Hey, sac passe," mm-hmm. which is what we say, like, "What's up?" It's equivalent to like you know, "Wagwan" might, for might, the Jamaicans. I might change from "Wagwan" to "sac passe." <laughs> hey, that's lit. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to make the switch soon. If you go to Montreal and you say that, you how do you reply to that? You just be like "maboule," "maboule," which means I'm burning, like I'm chilling, like you know? okay. I'm, I'm I've heard that. that before. Is it in a song? Well, Sean Paul when you say we be burning, but. I think it's, that's it's probably mean like smoking. Wait, and stuff so like so that, do, do you relate? We don't use it in that. So. Uh-huh. We're not um, big chiefers. Do they pay, do they do they speak Creole? I'm going back to language. Do they speak Creole at all in like West Africa? No. no? So West Africa, they uh, pigeon, you, you right? probably have yeah. You probably get like West Africa. Like each country has like its own like different language and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's like it's like spread out. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are different, like, Caribbean nations, for example. We mm-hmm. have, like, a similar Creole. For example, there's the island of Dominica. They yeah. have Dominican Creole. And it's similar to Haitian Creole. Yeah. And then you also have, like, uh, Guadeloupe. And you also have Martinique. Mm-hmm. And then, what's the other island? St. Lucian. Heard, I've never heard of these places. Really? <laughs> You have, Saint, you have St. Lucian. And that's just like four islands. St. Yeah. Lucian. And they speak like a similar Creole, the Haitian Creole. I didn't know French had control over these many places. Yes. They were powerful. French, I always thought it was like the British had control of more of most of... I guess French, they Bahamas. French secretly has one of the largest armies that people don't know about. Yeah. Oh, which remind me, you also have French Guyana. They speak Creole also. Really? Ooh. I didn't know that. Yeah. So majority of like French Guyana, I think is like Indian descent. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they speak like Creole, like a French Creole. So it's similar to like the Haitian Creole. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's all you guys get about Haiti now. Okay. <laughs> or, or or just Haiti, Haiti culture. I keep trying to say Haiti Haitia. versus Haitia. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Let's get into well, what else did you guys want to talk about here? So it says here, let's talk about dating and social media. Unrealistic standards. Fly me out, daddy. That's literally what you said. Wait, who sent that message? That you, was me? That was wow, you. Wow, exposing me. See, we're in line at the beginning, guys. It's <laughs> um, literally going to be the title of this episode. Fly yeah. me but, out, daddy. But, but, but I guess there's like different standards for different uh, people because I mm. guess like if you're talking to like a Muslim Why? Girl, what's your What's your experience with that, with unrealistic standards? Uh, well, so I'm someone who like travels a lot. Yeah. So like somebody might see me like traveling and they'll just be like, oh, I guess he can afford to fly me out to Mm -hmm. like this place. Yeah. Or like, you know, like, oh, I guess he could come visit me. Mm -hmm. Hold up. Has anyone ever asked you to fly them out? No, not really. I just joke. But I've had people ask me, it's like, come visit me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that's a fair thing if you're talking to them. 
And especially if it doesn't cost uh, you money. But no, it depends on what stage you're at in the talking. But place, would you consider that unrealistic, like, though? I don't think it's unrealistic. I, it depends. Like, for you, yourself, I wouldn't say it's unrealistic because I know your situation. Like, I know how you can just get a ticket like that. If this person didn't have an ability to get tickets whenever they wanted, then I'd be like, okay, what do you mean fly at any time or... Well, not any time. I think yeah. if you're in a, if you, oh my god, I can't speak. If you're in an estab, if you're in an established relationship, yeah, um, wouldn't you want to go see the person that you're with? Okay, yeah, maybe. I, I guess it's a little bit like difficult because like, I guess if you're like talking to like a Muslim woman and then you're mm-hmm. interested in her, and it's kind of like it's easier for you to just travel as like a man, yeah, and go to her. Wait, you, you know? thought she was gonna come to you? Mm-mm. I never thought that. I was just I'm okay. Just I'm saying. just clarifying. <laughs> why? Why? Why do we have these double standards, huh? <laughs> why can't? Why can't the? Why can't we be flown out? Or why? Why can't yeah. the women come to us? Okay. Well, yeah, we are the prize. Fly, because, fly out with uh, your brother. Yeah, she's either got to fly with her brother or her dad. Okay, fly, ladies, fly out with Amar. ladies, guys. Okay, listen to this. Okay, listen to this. We know how the numbers work out now. The guys are less than the girls which means that we are the prizes now so you have to work under our terms okay okay your under value our terms. Yeah. the i don't know why we agreed to this up- i don't know why I, agreed to this episode. <laughs> I just have to say i don't know if you saw this clip of drake's what? interview no where he was talking about dating and why he's not married why he hasn't settled down yeah Did you oh b- yeah no, because he said it. he said he starts getting into like he starts talking to like different women. It's like I don't know. I like this one, and then I like that. He has too many options. He's and looking like, for one woman in multiple people. So yeah. he likes one trait from her, exactly. one trait from her. So he'll talk to like five people at the same time. Yeah, and he likes one thing about like he likes her job. He likes her. By the way, Muslim guys, look how easy we have it. We get to pick four. If yeah. you're able to, if you're able to, if you're able to. I'm not saying that everyone's gonna <laughs> get, get this girl four wives. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at her death stare. But I think I think we do have to stop that whole multiple wise thing. That's so unrealistic these days, man. Me- Especially, yeah, exactly. And by the way, this is another <laughs> pet peeve of mine. When you start talking to a girl, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, and mm-hmm. she's just like, "Are you planning to get a second wife?" No, I think it's I think it's fair to ask though. I don't think that should be a part of any conversations these at all. Like we're talking about a, a rule from a time of war. Like no, 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 these no, no, are no. not things we should be thinking about these days. Amir, it's not specifically for Hold like, on, hold on. Let me explain why it's a question. Mm-hmm. Because nowadays you can get married to someone and technically you think the man has to ask permission from his wife? No, if he wants to get a second wife, he can just go and do it. Well, she can add a stipulation, I guess, yeah. Technically, yes, he she can add a stipulation, but then apparently so can a guy. I saw this other video that was like... By the way, I'll just say like it's not only like a rule that applied to Tom Lawrence because I actually know someone who has like three wives. Yeah, it's like I, people can still do it, but it's just like if you live in like certain countries, like if you live in like the, the West, for example, in America, it's going to be hard for you like to that get person, like a second wife. That person you know has... Because it's mo- like st- standard of like living and stuff like that. Exactly. And it's like it's very different. Like, you know, the... Hundred thousand dollars that you're probably making a year, or eighty thousand that you're probably making a year, mm-hmm. like it's probably you're probably only gonna have like one wife, and then you also need to be able to like take care of like your kids. Yeah, it's hard. And it's not also, easy. you gotta pay attention like what like what your wife want, like the things that you're you have to provide for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For example, she doesn't have to pay rent unless she wants to. Mm-hmm. Like if she does, if she if she wants to go fifty fifty with you, she can. But if she doesn't want to, like, it's her right. Like, you have to pay. Yeah. 
Like you have to pay for her food, you have to pay for shelter, and you have to pay for like clothing. But I don't think so. It should all be, those things are obligations upon you. So yeah, like uh, generally, I don't think it should be a part of the conversation in the West at all. Just due to the cultural differences, like I don't think that you could really equally treat each wife in this country, in in the West specifically, yeah. unless you like live off the grid or something. But there are guys in the West that have that mentality of like, I want multiple wives. For their reason, that's up to them. If yeah. you can do it properly, I think it's respectable because when you think about it, the supply and demand doesn't, it doesn't, basic economics, there mm-hmm. aren't as many men as there are women. Yeah. So like, it makes sense only if you do it properly. But if you're not fulfilling the rights of, the, of your wives, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be marrying multiple people. Like, if you can't afford... Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. It's unrealistic, like, in this culture and mm-hmm. in the West in general. Like, if you were in, like, if you, if you were back home, if you were somewhere in the Eastern type type of culture, I feel like it's very realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how much money you're bringing in. Yeah. Like, depends yeah, on how yeah. much money you're bringing in. That's how, like, revert to, like, the first thing. It all depends on how much money that you're bringing in. Because, mm-hmm. like, here, let's say, like, a guy, like, he likes a girl. He's talking to her. And she's like, oh, do you think you're going to get a second wife? It's like, he makes $60,000 a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where is he going to put that second wife? Mm-hmm. In the same house with you? Yeah. You probably might not even like that. So it's kind of like, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think like most guys would be like, yeah, man, second wife, I'd like to have that. But like realistically, like, guys when you guys can't think even about handle it, one wife. Imagine having two, okay? And also, a lot of men now are. I don't just know. Like, don't speak for us guys, you know. Not just, every yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying a lot of them can't even handle one. But I imagine. feel like that issue you also mentioned, like the thing, the thing you brought up with Drake mentioning, like, oh, I have too many options. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's something a lot of men are going through, where they're like, yeah, now because there's such a disparity in the amount of men versus women, mm-hmm. men feel like they have. Or at least some men feel like they have so Especially many Especially if you're like a guy of like a certain type of caliber. Yeah. You start to say things like, I'm the prize. Like, you know, like you start, mm. certain guys start to get like, yeah. <laughs> Right here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was such an evil laugh. No, no, no. But, but like, but like, it, that's, that's, a, it, it sounds very conceited and it probably is, but it's realistic at the same time. Yeah. Not I mean, if you like, if, if you like a guy like you're like of like a certain caliber. Yeah. Like, you'll probably have more, like, options. But I feel like guys use that to their advantage in the sense that they feel like, oh, well, I don't even have to try as hard because I know that if it doesn't work out with this one... I no, but also having multiple mm-hmm. choices can be... Um, what do you call it when something gets you stuck? I think it's called... Is it called paradox of choice or something? No, no, no. There's a word for it. Like, when you have so many choices, you almost become... Hes- not hesitant, but there's a word for it. Why am I so bad with words today? But there's a word. No, not it's not that. This is it's not that. It though. Is it like? But like, I, I guess a word he's trying to it. say like a guy like he's trying to like find someone, but then he's also probably not taking it as seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's to the point where he's just kind of like, he's kind of like distracted because it's like he's trying to talk to like multiple people at the same time, as mm-hmm. opposed to like trying to like filter it out to be like, okay, maybe I'll just focus on like trying to talk to like these. Two. Yeah, you know at what? The same time, <laughs> you know what? You know what? I feel I mean, like depends on what part of the process you are, I'm what your relationship to. I you mean, guys, if like, you let the person know, it's like, hey, like you know, I, I'm interested in you, but mm-hmm. like I'm also this you know, is not the bachelor, okay? You can't uh, be doing that. But also, I feel like if you if you are serious, by the way, you should definitely like let that person know because those screenshots can circulate pretty fast. What what let person what know? Like, if you're talking to, like, you know, if you're... Oh, like, so, like, it doesn't get out that you're talking to multiple people. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
I but I'm not the type of person who talks about yeah. videos. Like, I don't know about that. All they know about those screenshots. All I'm saying is that guys aren't the only ones who do that. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. As long as you guys know. Yeah. So don't feel special, okay? But what? let's get back to the original question It's like, you guys oh, you had. thought I was feeling you? <laughs> I just wanted some brunch. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice, nice twist there, man. Nice twist there. <laughs> but but uh, to get back to the original question, uh, what are some unrealistic standards? I, I don't know. I feel like we kind of got away with that. Unless the whole multiple... The six feet things. thing. A six I think feet we thing. Talk about that, yeah. There's a stat that you brought up earlier. Exactly. For by the way, I checked this stat, and it's like if a guy is like five seven, he's taller than eighty percent of women. But most, like most people, will like filter that out. Like if they're on like a dating app, for example, if they went to like Muzmatch, they'll probably be like, oh, six feet, and they'll just filter that person out. And it's mm. like the guys who are like six feet and up is only like one percent. Really? Yeah, so if you're going after a guy who's like six feet, think about it. You're into like a bigger pool of women. So that is, that's true. Yeah, so show the five, six, five, 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 eight. But is that, is that a real thing? Or I always thought about it like there are things that I always thought were like just kind of like inside jokes. Or not inside jokes, but like jokes within the community, but not did not actually play a part in when it came to actually making a choice and one of them was height i didn't think that height was really a big deal it does make it it makes a difference because i don't think women are thinking about it from just like oh if someone's attractive or not because you could be good looking and five seven and you can be ugly and six feet i think they're thinking about their kids like i want to have normal sized kids wait five seven is not normal what are you saying sad literally you're five feet tall no that's not what i meant <laughs> and that's not what I meant. Yeah. I meant like like if someone's short, like if the woman is shorter mm-hmm. and she gets with a man who's also shorter, then the kids don't really have that much of a chance. Yeah. To be tall. What, what's that much of a chance? Like what, is, but what does that mean? Just based on how biology works. Do you think I feel like that's uh do you think that's something that all communities kind of take part in like that idea or do you think like in the but Asian the thing is like, like height, height isn't really height, much of a height, thing height, height differs from like country to country yeah, yeah. You have so people like, who are really tall and you have people who are really like short like i feel like in the mexican community or like the latin community i don't think they really care that much about height in the asian community they probably don't care that much about height um, I think I, think I feel like it maybe more of a black that, thing. What? Not just black thing, but I think like people who live in the West are in. I feel like it's a West thing. There's a lot mm. of multiculturalism where you, now you're doing like interracial dating, yeah. dating, intercultural dating, whatever you want to yeah. call it. You have more options, so mm-hmm. you're like, why am I going to settle for a guy who's five seven when I can find someone who's but also six feet? Don't you guys think like if someone's? We love the short kings, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Just letting y'all know. But I think she's just saying that, guys. No, no, no. I. I no, because I'm not I'm just, just saying that. <laughs> but can't you tell, like, the maturity of a person depending on their preferences? So, like, you probably won't want to deal with someone if their preferences came down to height. Well, no, for example. Yeah, that's very shallow. What if it someone's, like, 6'5", a guy is 6'5", and he's yeah. like, I can't date someone who's shorter than 5'7", because I'm going to have back problems. Well, that's more of, a like, a practical reason. But is he sh- is he uh, immature now because he has that? No, I'm telling you, it's more like when you have when I say when I say it's uh, like when your choices come down to things that are impractical or like oh. don't really make a difference or shouldn't make a difference. Yeah. But like if you're that tall, like it makes more sense. It's, it's more of a practical. It's like like it, I want a quality of life kind of issue, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that makes sense. Yeah. But if you're like five six. If you're a dude who's five six and you're like, oh, um, or a, a girl who's five six and you're like, oh, I won't date anyone who's 
Um, shorter than like six feet? Uh, shorter than six feet, even mm-hmm. though they're still like a couple inches, three inches taller than them, whatever. It's like, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's realistic. Yeah, I think for like sense. the most part, like short girls, girls who want like the shorter size, like five one, five two. They generally like like really really tall guys, and the really really tall guys who are like six four six five, they they usually like like the shorter girls like the not the like five six five mm-hmm. seven the ones who are like five one five two. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's not something I've never ever really dealt with. So like in, or encountered. Mm. So um, I don't know. I guess like if you're if you're a good enough person, a lot of people look past certain things like that yeah. like i feel like i feel like when me people when people make that stipulation of height uh sure it can be an issue if they don't even give you a chance mm-hmm. but if you're g- given a chance i feel like all the rest of your qualities uh make up for that then your height isn't really it's I, not really like i, I feel a like deal the, the, i feel like the filter thing is most most of like a online dating kind of thing like especially yeah. if you go searching on like a profile yeah. it's like oh the person is six feet yeah but it's not like you see someone and like they approach you they start talking to you like oh five eight mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah all right let me think of an excuse <laughs> i don't think it's an issue in person i, th- I th- nah. maybe it's because especially I d- if you start to get to know like the person like the qualities like they possess then it's just like you generally like look past that thing yeah, yeah. and and honestly but if it's I, like if somebody came up to you and it's like oh i have a recommend recommendation like this guy this is what he does for mm-hmm. a living and they might want to know like how old is he or how tall he is so then that starts to factor in you're not as talking far as like uh, face to face, like a uh, communities and like meeting people. Yeah, I think for the most part, it's generally like uh, yeah. So I, I don't think, think I, I. I don't know. I think like the whole height thing kind of just became a popular thing when online dating had like that big boom. Yeah, I always thought it was meme culture. Honestly, like height was a meme thing. Like I didn't think it was real. A real thing. Some it, for some people, really no, there's, there's, really there's, there's, there's Peter. There's people out there. Like, it's like, yeah, but, for yeah, some, but do you like, really want to deal with those people? Yeah, like I don't think it's a, I don't think it's like a widespread thing. Like I don't think it's yeah. that. The important. internet, it's internet. just kind of like a, a swipe thing, you know. But the, the other internet, day, I'm sitting at work with my coworker, and mm-hmm. like he's on Tinder, and he's just like, this is what dating has become. Like it's just like swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you didn't even read her interest. She might be into hiking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You don't even hike. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but the internet can make things seem much more of a it's magnified yes yeah, yeah. magnified mm. it could be like 20 people yeah but then that's like fed to millions of people and those million people just see those 20 examples and because humans just naturally gravitate towards like anecdotal evidence they'll see that 20 and that 20 seems like oh that's the probably the representation of everything that's really going on yeah. and really it's not you're just showing like a by the way this bringing this back to like unrealistic uh standards because yeah. like you might see certain people on the ground and they're like they're like used to like traveling and like they might be dating someone of like a certain caliber so they're able to like do like certain things mm-hmm. like for example you have like athletes you know you have like rappers mm-hmm. and like other people who are like into that category where they have like a huge surplus of money and because of that they're able to do like a lot of things but then people are like always seeing these things so it's just kind of like oh i want someone like this mm-hmm. but for the most reality it's kind of like yeah, I, I feel you like probably get a guy who's like, okay, we can take like two or three vacations a year, but not two or three a vacations lot. a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like when you're getting ready to like seriously get into some type of relationship, or you're looking for something serious, you should probably go on like a social media fast to kind of get yourself out of that programming of like, like see, when you see certain things online, 
you want that and and you don't really like you don't realize what you really want. As yeah, a you're person. not so true to yourself. Exactly, because your your mind is just like yeah, you're, you're being almost it. brainwashed by exactly. social media to say, oh, this is what I should have. This is what I this is what it should be. Yeah, like. this, this is what, what I, I want, want, or like this is the standard. If I don't have this, then I'm out the standard. Yeah, but when you when you kind of like give yourself a break from that, yeah, you start reality realize, sinks in. Exactly, exactly, and then you start to really realize what's important to you. Yeah, and then that's when you'll actually make. A proper decision like if you're ever going to make a big decision like that where you feel like okay i'm going to like marry this person you take get off of like social media and all those things and like be with yourself for a bit just to kind of think things through without having all this like outside influences affecting you yeah because you might make the wrong decision or you could just take the social media break and just focus on that person and see like that's what, what that i mean exactly like. exactly do, do guys have that that problem or that thing where you also get influenced by social media. Like you'll see couples and you're like, oh, I want that. Like, do you guys have that issue too? Or not really? You probably, I, don't, I don't really look at it and be like, oh, I want to make this out like my life and stuff like that. I'm just be like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, but you me. might subconsciously pick up on it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you might, you might actually be in a really good and healthy relationship, but because you don't have exactly what you're seeing on that social media page, you're going to think that your relationship isn't really worth it. And you might end the relationship when you realize you and later realize you had something good. The whole yeah, time. I mean, if all you're doing uh, is all day is just watching like the TikTok couples, and it's like, oh man, they're so cute. Yeah. You oh, look at that. that. He's cooking for her. What? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like he cooked for her like one time. That exactly. Whole while. He's exactly. To, it's not an everyday type of thing. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, he just bought her that purse. It's like, yeah, he saved up for like three months to buy her that one purse. Yeah. So um that's why it's good to kind of like take a break from social media especially if you're in some if you're looking for something very serious because mm-hmm. it can really be influenced by, influenced mm-hmm. by it, even if you don't think you are being influenced by it yeah it starts to creep in sometimes yeah yeah i think it also just depends like if you are cognizant of like now that we're on social media mm-hmm. like i wouldn't consider us influencers but now that we're on it and we both know how much editing it takes to like make a clip look a yeah. certain way you know that whatever people, the content that people post online is just that it's content. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not, not raw. Enough. It's like unfiltered. It's not like yeah. the person went live and then just like, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, even sometimes when they go live, even that sometimes might be like kind of like scripted. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's not like somebody's like with a secret camera just recording a person. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like uh, how you're a different person when you're in a work environment versus with your friends right right if you're streaming live like you mentioned there you're probably thinking more of like in a work mindset so there's certain things you're going to say things you're not going to bring up exactly that kind of thing Mm -hmm. exactly no i i agree so i think if you have that in the back of your mind too i think it's harder for you to be like if you're following couples online Mm -hmm. like they'll post the best moments and yeah. maybe sometimes, like, to make it seem somewhat real, they'll post, like, today, like, me and Bay got into a fight, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. boohoo, and it's over something small. Yeah. Just to show, like, to show that relatability. Yeah. Of, like, it's not always happy times, but I think, you know, don't look, like, I wouldn't, you can look up to these people, and they can be inspirations to you, but just remember that it's not all real. That's all. Yeah. I think um, one thing, a little homework, uh, we're about to pry in here, but the little homework, I think you guys should do or mm-hmm. watch i think i tried to make you watch it but you should try it too but uh i mentioned this multiple times before i'm gonna mention it again there's a document uh, not documentary almost like a special made by a guy named bo burnham i knew you <laughs> i was literally waiting i knew you were gonna mention no that. i'm telling you right now like he really digs into this and yeah. even his interviews you can look into his interviews but he really digs into this where like even in the documentary when he's showing that he's trying to be raw and real even that in itself is a performance yeah yeah 
any anything you do when you're filming yourself, no matter how real you feel you're being, it's still a performance for your followers, right? So there's no, it, it it's it's in the I think the documentary, not documentary, but the the special he put together is almost like, um, trying to find out how to get a real moment or like I don't know you just watch it just watch yeah. it I don't know and I would say like homework. even if like cameras aren't there if you're just like in a group crowd of people think about like athletes for example mm-hmm. like they're being watched by like people like yeah. even like from the time where you didn't have like cameras like if somebody's performing mm-hmm. and there's a crowd yeah. there it changes like how they go on about like their yeah. performance because now even if there are no cameras like someone could have a bad experience mm-hmm. with you and then make a video on it put it on TikTok gets millions of views and now you're apparently a horrible person mm-hmm. when really they might have just you might have accidentally said something or they misinterpreted something you mm-hmm. did right so now everybody's almost always on performance mode at least like exactly if you have especially with like cancel culture because it's just like man i don't want this to come out like a yeah certain way. yeah and uh even though there are people who feel like they're completely offline and they won't be affected by this but i feel like because of how like prevalent social media is now it reaches you. Can't escape it you. Reaches yeah, you. it'll reach you eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even if you're like the type of person who just stay away from like social media, you just might go into work and just be like, "Oh, did you hear about so and so?" Yeah, but also like, um, it's uh, like, let's say you're having an inter a negative interaction with someone. Mm-hmm. They might be secretly filming you. That gets out. You may be to be look like the bad guy. Your work finds out. Then you get mm-hmm. fired from your job. You have no social media, but you're still affected by social yeah. media. They just edited what they say or what they the things that they said before that. That or they just erase the context. Just put a three second clip. I'm just gonna post him saying this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's just bam, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so sorry, we got really deep there for a second, guys. <laughs> you want to close it out? <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to kind of just leave it open-ended a little bit. We did touch on the unrealistic standards of dating a little. Um, we might continue this conversation in a future episode. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. If you guys liked it, let yeah. us know. Part um, two, they'll fly me out. This time, I want a private jet. Gotcha. I don't, I don't, I no Air Canada. Okay, okay. Noted. I'll make note of that. Hey, we don't, we don't shout out uh, Air Brand. I mean, uh, plain brands out here. Oh, yeah, actually, no, they're not paid advertisers. Exactly, cut that out exactly. Of Let's yeah. bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> Until they pay us to have, like, a stamp, like, right here. Exactly, yeah. exactly. On that note, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. It Wait. was a pleasure, you know. Where can they follow you? Guys. Yeah, uh, shout out your at. I'll put it in the description. Yeah, just put it, yeah, Keen Hispaniola or, like, Mango Poppy. Just Google Mango Poppy. It'll Is that how much your username says? Yeah, Mango Poppy. No, 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 the other one. King Espanola. What did you think it was? I'm not even going to embarrass myself because yeah. I already embarrassed myself. By the way, you, you know what that stands for? What? It's Haiti and Dominican Republic together. It's called Kina. Hispaniola. Hispaniola. So. And there's another piece of history there for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what to do. Like this video. Subscribe. Turn on mm-hmm. the little bell notification yeah. so you see whenever we upload a new video. Thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.